Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the Chancellor himself, Chancellor Zero in the building. What's good, Zero? Yeah, yeah everything's all good. And of course, we have the Duke of Debonair in this Lando in the building. Tune into the Between Brothers Podcast every Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at aster.media. That's A-S-T-E-R, media. And also follow us on TikTok, the Between Brothers Podcast, the BTWN Bros Podcast Twitter page. BTWN Bros Podcast is the Twitter page. And join us on Facebook. Join the conversation on Facebook, the Between Brothers Podcast Facebook group. Let us know what you think about the episodes and all that good stuff. But anyway, Zero, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. I was, um, spent uh, a couple of days with, uh, with Phoenix in the hospital. Yeah, she was, she was doing all right. She had a couple of accidents because they wanted to flush some, uh, they wanted to flush some medicine out of her system, but, um, other than that, everything, um, everything has been, uh, Everything else has been all good. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, my week is all right. Uh, went to a boat show today. I didn't get on any boats or anything like that. It was a thing for my job. Um, and I also don't plan on buying any boats. So definitely wasn't getting on a boat. And my manager was like, well, you know, you should just get on a boat to see it, check it out. And I was like, first of all, I ain't getting on no boats. I'm getting on the yatchet. And she's like, what's a yatchet? <laughs> she's like, what's a yatchet? I was like, oh, you want me to be all fancy? Okay, a yacht. <laughs> she's like, it's not being fancy. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> what the fuck is a yatchet? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a... Sound like a tool for an engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, had a couple um, good conversations, catching up with some friends as well this weekend uh, that I haven't spoken to so far this year. Trying to make that be more conscious of that. And um, but pretty much the work week was pretty dull. Wasn't really very motivated. But um, but yeah, man, we back like we never left. We're doing good things, eating good food, making good love. So that was pretty much my week. But we uh, we got some things to talk about. Um, first of all, so I had this conversation. We had this conversation last week on the podcast. But the day after we recorded, the terrible American philosopher Arian Foster comes out <laughs> now those who didn't listen to last week's podcast I had talked about why would the NFL like rig its games like and or if they're gonna rig its games why would they keep their most um, what's the word I'm looking for why would they keep their their let's say five or ten most lucrative franchises out of the world's most lucrative 
football game. It just, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> There's more Cowboys fans than any other team in the nation. You know, Steelers fans than any other team in the nation. The Patriots fan base, I'm not sure how much it's grown since Tom Brady got there, but they've kept the Patriots out. They've kept the Giants out. They kept the Jets out. They, you know, I guess LA is a team that you could say is a team that they put in there. But um, outside of that, they're all their major market teams have not been in the Super Bowl. So their biggest money makers are in the Super Bowl, or even some of their faces they've had of the league haven't been in the Super Bowl, such as um, Aaron Rodgers. You know, so they've kept him out of the league for 11, 12 years just because. And, and also he plays for a historic franchise, one of their big money-making franchise with a huge fan base. So I'm like, so then Arian Foster comes out and says that they get a script <laughs> before every season. <laughs> I don't even remember who sent this to me. And it, then, it, it did show on me. I think it was my boy Kyle. And he was like, hey, the dude says on the joint, so... <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here. We'll and we'll we'll put it in, um, but like how, it, what was the script when his when he stopped believing in God and his whole career career fell apart that same season? <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, no, that was the devil. That and there's the devil talking through you now. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it feels like the fix is in, yeah. but you know you. I highly doubt the players with the emotion, the passion that they show after each game when they lose big games, that they were in on the fix. Yeah. You know? Um, but uh what do you do what do you think the script looks like? I think it looks like like a spiral notebook that they got from Walmart for 97 cents a pop. <laughs> They just scribbled some shit in. It was like, hey. Or my, my thing is, they said a script to everybody, right? Um, when do they... How do they receive this script? Because everybody doesn't meet up at the same place at the same time. What so you how mean? do they... He said they're in training camp. No, I'm... Um, there's a... Okay, so they're in training camp. You know, yeah, what about the... There, so. What about the players that hold out? Did they still get those? <laughs> Did they get theirs later on? <laughs> yeah, and this is and Arian Foster was in the league because you don't really see holding out now. But Arian Foster was in the league when they did holdouts. Like he was, a, what he, he was a rookie in what oh six oh seven somewhere around there, or no, it might have been a little later than that. I don't remember when yeah, he actually a, started. It was a little later. Um, we had to go back to the ESPN stuff because uh, I remember when you drafted him. I think it was the second year when you had drafted him. He had that big year. Um, I think it was probably like 2011, 2012. Uh, nah, um, I'll pull up when he was drafted, but it was earlier than that. Um, but uh. But it's just so funny, like how, dude, like, what did he want to be relevant again? Like, where is this coming from? 
I don't know. 2009, he was an undrafted free agent. Yeah, okay. Uh, him and our sister got the same birthday, but it's in my birth year. But, um, you know, just so it was just so funny and just so random. I'm like, is he just feeding into the BS because everybody's going with this? The game was rigged like nonsense. So he's like, yeah, it was rigged. Like it's it's a Kanye West, Donald Trump move. And what do I mean by that? Like you have a corner of the market that believes wall, that believes Jews run everything and you pander to them. And then you're like, and so when you energize them, it energizes you. Like now you're relevant. Now you're, now like, now they woke. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, like this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense at all. So, you know, like I said, y'all, y'all know, I talk about him several times on this podcast. One of my closest friends played a decade in the NFL. So I, them and I was like, yo, like why you ain't why you ain't never tell me about this script? So he's like, what script are you talking about? I was like, the script that tell y'all who gonna win the Super Bowl every year. He's like, script? He was like, nah, we do like scripted plays. Like usually your first 10 plays are scripted, but he was like, even then, like if you don't have like let's say your first you know, your your first run, like let's say your first play is a run play. Um, and it's designed to get you four to six yards. And if it only gets you two yards, like, yeah, you probably still run the script, but the script can change if it's third and 10 or third and 15 versus third and two, like they expected to have. So, you know, so he was like, but that's the only, I was like, man, Arian Foster said that y'all was out here, y'all had a script, Y- y'all, y'all had to go with how each game went, and y'all. He was like, "You know how stupid eighty percent of the league is <laughs> for y'all to think that they're gonna memorize the script." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Also, like he was like, also you gotta consider like when it comes to offense, defense, or whatever. Like he was like, injuries are not done on purpose." Exactly. And so he was like, injuries are generally like, you know, a freak accident or something like that. So injuries aren't done on purpose. And then are you giving the script to the whole team? He was like, because there's usually, every year there's probably two or three players that may never get on the field unless it's an injury. So he was like, are you giving the script to them? I was like, look, you the one with the script. You tell me. <laughs> exactly. You don't want the inside information. <laughs> so so I was like, so, but I've I've seen an NFL contract. Now, I, there was a running back by the name of Cunningham that played for the Bears. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, well, clearly, um, he wasn't a relevant player, but he said the NFL is he didn't, I don't think he said rigged, I forget what the phraseology was, but pretty much that's what he was alluding towards. And he said, But we signed some, I said it last week, he signed something saying that they couldn't discuss it. 
And but now Arian Foster has come out discussing it. He brought it up, which is technically discussing it. But yeah, I've seen an NFL contract, a full NFL contract. There was nothing in there <laughs> that stated any of that. So hey, hey, like, hey, 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 you might have, you might have, you might have ripped that page out. You probably <laughs> already ripped the page numbers. It was probably page six, and you just saw that it jumped from five to eight. It's like, wait, 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 wait. It's like, time, like, time out. It's like, why, why is page five and six missing? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Yo, I'm like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, I'm seeing his signatures. All that stuff. So I'm like, I've seen an actual NFL contract, and I know that's not in the contract. I know that. So I'm like, I'm like, is it because, like, like, to, in all honesty, not everybody. It, it. I just so happened to have somebody who I'm that close to that play in the NFL. Not everybody has that privilege. There's actually very, you know, the NFL. The people people play football. That's one percent. So how many people do we know that we're really close to, or how many people are really close to NFL caliber players? Mm. So there's not that many. And then also, even if you had a friend in the NFL, are you as curious as myself that's going to ask them, how did the contracts get structured? And where he's like, oh, I still got a copy of my contract if you want to see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. like, you know, I have that kind of, like, eat, like some people might not even ask that. You know, so that's probably an even lower percentage of that. So it's just like, I don't know what Arian Falls is saying, but I know this for a fact. And y'all can say, oh, well, you didn't play this play in the NFL. I know this for a fact. Because one of my closest friends played in the NFL at the same time Arian Falls did. So unless Arian Foster had the, and I'm like, unless Arian Foster had this crazy contract that nobody else got, clearly that means that everybody else didn't get this. You know what I'm saying? So I was just yeah, like, yo, get this uh freaking the Hollywood script. Yo, I was like, I was like, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. But um, the I'm glad. I'm glad Arian Foster's career fell apart the way. <laughs> like when he was like oh I don't believe in God and I'm vegan now I literally was like yo that dude's gonna suck this year <laughs> and, my, and my boy we call we affectionately call him T.O. he was like man Arian Foster a beast man I said watch him watch how he's gonna suck I said yo it's a different it's a different beast that vegan protein and that real protein different and look I'm just gonna say this I'm just gonna put this out there I know two athletes three athletes that went vegan mid-career that went vegan mid-career I'm just gonna Arian Foster you know what happened to his career mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick we know what happened to his career Canelo Alvarez when he went vegan Bevo beat the shit out of him I'm just saying vegan athletes <laughs> I don't know if you want to make that transition <laughs> shout to the vegans. Um, shout to the vegans, man. Y'all do what y'all do, even though you kill more animals than animal eaters. But anyways, um, I digress. We also got some blockbuster news. Yep. Zero's favorite player in the league. 
What? Flat Earth yeah. Irving. Look, folks who know me know who my favorite player is. They are... Who is it? It's Dame. What is wrong with you? You sure? I'm sure I'm going to slap the hell out of you when I I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, all right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How many pairs of Kyrie's do you have? How many pairs of Dame Lillard's do you have? I actually have one of each. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on, hold on. Lifetime, lifetime, lifetime. Like that was... Lifetime, I've had two pairs of Kyrie's and four pairs of Dave's. No, no, no. Hold he on, lied. I've had the Dave. He lied to no, the people. I had the Dave. He lied. I had the Dave too. I've had the Dame two. I've had the Dame four. I'm I wear the Dame five, <laughs> and I got a pair of Dame. And I have bought a pair of Dame sixes. I got the I got the Kyrie six, and I had the Kyrie twos. So I ain't trying to hear none of that. <laughs> People, people, look at my look at my face. Yeah, you know he, he lying. lying. <laughs> he lying. He lying. He lying. Kyrie Irving. Anyways, back to the actual. <laughs> Kyrie good. Irving got traded to the great Dallas Mavericks with the great Luca. I think this is probably one of the most idiotic trades I've ever seen. <laughs> in recent memory and um, it's actually kind of funny or it's ironic because you know Kyrie got traded he got traded to the Jewish owner so clearly oh, nobody thought he was really anti-Semitic I never excuse me I never thought he was either but it's just so funny that the one team that wanted him enough to make a deal for him had the Jewish owner and Mark Cuban but um, why do I say that the trade is dumb? I don't think Kyrie can play off ball, but I think Luca is way too ball dominant, and also him being such a young player, I don't think he and he he's always been the the the, the ball handler wherever he's played, even when he played overseas. So I don't think he really knows how to play because Luca has a size to play off ball, but. He he in play, you know, uh, off guard situation. Kyrie can play it. Kyrie's way more skilled, so it'll probably be better for him to play it. But I just think that Luca is too ball dominant, and um, and that's not going to really work with them. And also, uh, I think Luke is officially a shooting guard, so you have a great offensive backcourt that can't guard a great guard, mm-hmm. and you gave up good pieces for him. Which, you know, if you're in a win now mentality, it makes sense. You get the superstar and hope that the two superstars you have can figure it out. I just yeah. don't think that their games mesh well together because Luca's so ball dominant. And um, now, don't get me wrong, people's like, well, Luca plays similar to LeBron. LeBron was ball dominant. Yeah, but LeBron would let Kyrie work. Mm-hmm. And I it's don't know. the same know, thing going to happen now. Yeah, I don't know if Luca, Luca's. I'm not saying Luca's not a smart player, but I don't think I don't know if he's smart enough to be like, okay, now it's time for Kyrie to cook. Because let's just be real, Jalen Brunson is playing far better now with the Knicks 
than he did with the Mavericks. And you saw Jalen Brunson's numbers completely plummet when Luka got back. So, and when everybody's like, oh, Luka didn't have no help. Well, why is Jalen Brunson, why is Jalen Brunson considered an all-star snub if he wasn't no help to Luka the season yeah. after he leaves Luka? And this is why I'd be talking about like with Luka, guys like Luka, LeBron, even Westbrook, like not every super, um, your superstar has to be uh, uh, a Clay Thompson type in order for you to have a superstar that works with those types of players, who's always ready to shoot, who's always ready to put, um, who's always ready to put the ball up um, when when space opens up for them. And not every player works works in that group or not, not every type of player works in that type of system. So um, what do you think about the trade overall? Um, I don't see, yeah, I don't get the trade either because for um, everything that you said, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I really am curious to see how this is going to work when you got a ball dominant player and a guy who creates so well with the ball in his hands. He can't create without the ball in his hands the way that he does. How we know Kyrie to be. Let me ask you something, because um, you knew the trade. Uh, you knew. You, do you know the trade details? Yeah. Um, so they pulled so uh, I just pulled up an article on um, Leecher Report I know the trade's already gone down so if you were if you would choose which which deal would have been better between these two teams which one would you take so we already know the details for the Mavs what they gave the Nets so now the details for what the Clippers were going to give up for Kyrie was Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, one future first, and two first-round pick swaps. And probably an extra, probably an extra player to, um, to make the um, additional salary requirement. Would you have taken the Clippers deal or still stuck with the Mavericks deal? No, I'm taking the Mavericks deal. Okay, because um, I, I um, because like, I know with the picks, Luke Kennard, Luke Kennard's a solid player, but he's the issue is the issue is with the deal that the deal that they made with the um with the Mavericks. You can at least start Spencer Dinwiddie. In the other scenario, you can't start those guys. So you're pretty much gotcha. playing two bench rotating rotational players. I'm saying that Spencer Dinwiddie isn't a rotation player too, but he can start and give you 17 to 20 a game. Got gotcha. you. You know, um, as, as a starter, I think, yeah. I mean, and they also know Dinwiddie. Um, yeah, that is true. The, the next yeah. So, so, um, so, and they really didn't want to give him up um from what I've heard I, I heard that they didn't really want to give him up um when he left but you know he left but <clears throat> but yeah so yeah. I would I would go I would go with I would go with the team that's at least gonna give me a starter 
a starter um, to replace that, your yeah exactly because you're getting you're getting a you're getting an all NBA caliber player like I need at least somebody personally I'm not trading an all NBA guy for somebody who's not an all star but if I'm if I have to because of you're putting this bind to where you know you're not going to be able to do anything with him he's not he he threatened not even do a signing trade um, he said he was just going to walk away clean. Um, if you're trying to get something back, at least get a at least they got a start or a guy who can start back. Um, but it's so funny, my boy sent me this um, this uh, this picture, and it said it said the they got they got blown out. The Nets got blown out by the Celtics. Harden asked for a trade. They got swept by the Celtics. Durant asked for a trade. They get blown out by 40 against the Celtics. Kyrie asked for a trade. The Celtics, the Celtics are the Celtics <laughs> Literally. Green and everything. And you know what? Oh, yo, that, I, didn't even, I didn't even think about that. And what's it called? It said that this um, this last loss was like the 10th straight loss that the Nets have had to the... It's um, 11th now. That's... Yeah, I think I think it was ten losses before then. Uh, you might be right though. I don't. You might be right though. It might have been. I might be mistaking. Um, I might be getting my timeline wrong. But like ten but, or eleven, uh, they still. It's double digits. Still, it's yeah, double it's, digits. It's, <laughs> That's yeah, crazy, but, um, man. Yeah, but I know uh, there were other deals. Um, said the late the Lakers wanted to give. Westbrook and a first yeah. round pick. Yeah, they, yeah they was, four years from now. Yeah, but that was the thing about the uh, the uh, what's it called? The Mavericks they gave up a twenty twenty nine unprotected first round pick and second round picks for twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty nine. Yeah, but then you also got to get approval from Kevin Durant. Is Kevin Durant gonna want to play with Russell Westbrook again? Yeah. Not saying you have to get approval, but you don't want to upset the guy who literally just asked for a trade six months ago. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, but um, but yeah, it's just uh. I don't know. Shout out to Kyrie, man. I still love him as a player. I think, I think he's a little. Um, he lacks. He lacks. Um, I don't want to say self awareness, but that's the only word I can think of um, right now. Because he's he just I don't know. It feels like he doesn't read the, read the temperature in the room, and he probably doesn't care to. But um, but at some point, you got to know. You got to know when to fold it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you just got if you if they're not gonna give you a deal, you know, you demand a trade, but you know, who's gonna sign you? Who's gonna sign you after this, especially to a max deal? Um I don't know. I don't know, man. But um sticking to the NBA, LeBron is closing in on the all-time scoring leader record. And um, for total points in a career. So now the the Jordan debate 
the Jordan LeBron who's greater debate is back. And I'm oh like, how God. often do we have to do this? Because all right, I, I wish I should have I, I should have invited the LeBron to tell me why does this revive the argument? Because my issue with the argument is why why is it that because LeBron becomes the highest scoring player of all time, does that make him better than, than Jordan? So him passing Jordan in points didn't make him better than Jordan. Like he passed Jordan a while ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, mm. what are we talking about? Like, why, why is this, why are y'all, cause you know, and he also is gonna probably end his career fourth or third, third, third or fourth all time in assists. And it's just like, yo, come on now come on now like this ain't it you know what i'm saying like all right so for example people say barry sanders is the greatest running back they ever seen play the only people kobe kobe and emmett smith have this in common the only people who say they're the goat is the fans of that team yeah so, no one's saying, oh, Emmitt Smith's the GOAT because he's an all-time leading uh, rushing yard leader. He's he's not the greatest running back of all time. Nobody said that Tom... Now, Tom Brady is considered the GOAT, but nobody said he was the GOAT because he was the all-time leading passing yard leader. Because nobody mm. also said that about Drew Brees, who had the record until he retired and then Tom Brady, you know, played an extra couple of years to pass him. So I'm just like, so why is this like a career? I've never known a guy to say, all right, for what they did all time in their career, as far as um, totals go, that's what makes you the GOAT. Now, there are some players or athletes in different various sports that do lead everything in their categories. And they are also considered the GOAT. Jerry Rice, Rice, Wayne Gretzky to name a few but no one and people said Michael Jordan was the GOAT before his career was over it was on the first three P mm-hmm. people were saying yo that, that's the GOAT like, he's the greatest player we've ever seen and I'm like I don't understand why do we continue like it's like they just these LeBron fans need something to cling on to they need something to cling on to. Oh, well, he played for 27,000 years and he's the all-time scoring leader. So? What does that change? He yeah, already passed Jordan. So what does exactly. that change? Yeah, you're just looking for something now because even uh, my, uh, my favorite podcast to listen to LeBron fan up there was like when they asked him when he um, when he um, passes Kareem, what does that change for him? Even he said, as a LeBron fan, he said it doesn't do anything. It does absolutely nothing for his legacy. Yeah, it does like, absolutely nothing for the GOAT conversation. So, and you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I, right, you know, if you list them side by side. They both had excellent careers. But at the end of the day, you know, the championships, 
do have some weight. And also all the additional accolades do have some weight. So it's just like, now here, here's here's the issue. Here's 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 one of the issues. If if you're gonna go by total stats, then it's like, all right, that's fine. But he, the best way to make the argument to me for me, as a total stat compiler, is when it comes to stat totals, you need to do it within the same time frame as the other person do, did it. But when you have, I think it took LeBron two years longer to pass Jordan on the scoring list, it doesn't mean a whole lot. It's like, well, you really got, you really passed him because you played for forever. Just like Kareem, like, you know, every, when people say who's the greatest scorer of all time, Kareem's name comes up and they're like, oh, it's because he's, um, he had the most unstoppable move in NBA history in the uh, skyhook. And then he also had, he also scored the most points. But then when you look up, which I never understood why people try to use that, the most points thing when it comes to greatest score, because the NBA don't even respect totals. Who's the, Who wins the rebounding title? Not the guy with the most rebounds total. The guy who has the most rebounds per game. Who wins the scoring title? Not the guy with the most points total. The guy with the most points per game. Who wins the steals title? Assist title. All of those are off of per game stats, not total stats. So why do we care about it now? So that's like one of the big issues that I have with this LeBron, like this revival of all oh, LeBron's a go. And you know, Isaiah Thomas, I think is the one who kind of like started this thing. He was like, oh, well, if he passes Jordan, or if he's number one all time, you can't say that Michael Jordan is better because he passed him up on everything. Even when, And then I hate the narrative. LeBron is a pass-first player. You do not average 28 points a game for your whole career if you're a pass-first player. It's like he can't be a pass-first player without, in my eyes, averaging double-digit assists. So he never averaged double-digit assists. He ne- and he averages 27, 28 points per game for his career. How you... I need to know what's a pass-first player. I'm like, why? Because he thinks pass-first when it comes to intense moments in the finals? Is that what it is when he, you know, saying when he passed when he passed up a mid range jump shot over step over Steph Curry to give it to um that dude George George Hill that 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 couldn't make a layup and couldn't make two free throws. I'm like, I don't even understand what that means. He's a pass first player. We need we we got to kill that. 
We got to kill that. We got to end this conversation, yo. This like this does nothing for his legacy. We all knew he was a great scorer. We all know he's a great passer. We all know that he was a above average defender at best. Somebody said, somebody hit me up and they was like, yo, well, LeBron's a better rebounder. I'm like, what is exactly, what exactly is a better rebounder? What does that mean? Well, he averaged seven rebounds a game and Jordan averaged six rebounds a game. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> one rebound makes him a clearly better rebounder. He's a front court player. He should average more rebounds. Exactly. That ain't true. That ain't true. <laughs> what you mean? There's guys like Russell Westbrook that average 10 rebounds a game. Oscar Robertson averaged 10 rebounds a game. Yes, you're 100% correct. Now, I didn't watch Oscar, but I did watch Russell Westbrook. And what did y'all say when he was getting those triple doubles? Oh, they was, they was gifting him rebounds, correct? Exactly. So now you want to use it for an argument. I said, but you want to know who was the... You want to know, outside of Oscar Robertson, you want to know who was the second and third all-time leaders in triple doubles? Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd. You know what they average career-wise for rebounds? Around five. They were aggressive rebounding point guards averaging five boards. So, yeah, I would hope a small forward can get seven. <laughs> but like I said I, I would I should have been like yo so anybody want to have this LeBron thing with me please do please do and I promise you I won't bring up six six rings I promise you I won't bring up six rings but LeBron's career is impressive LeBron's career is impressive the fact that he's able to do what he's doing at the age that he's at the, the 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 he's not really winning much nowadays, but the fact that he's still putting up the numbers that he puts up, the yeah. fact that he's still in excellent shape, the fact that he's avoided a, a catastrophic injury his whole career, like the dude is is a beast, man. I've never seen anything like it, but I've never seen nothing like Michael Jordan to this day. <laughs> I literally see a I never seen a guy consistently slap himself, foul himself to make a shot. I never seen I, I haven't seen nobody make as many no-look baskets on purpose like Michael Jordan. There were so many moments from Michael Jordan that was like, yo, even when he came up short, you never thought that he would lose. When I see LeBron, I always think he's going to lose. I never had that much faith in LeBron. And don't get me wrong, I, I think the whole he ain't clutch narrative, it, it should be dead by now. 
but I just never like watch a watch a LeBron game and was like, yeah, he should be the one to take the shot. He gonna make this. He gonna finish. He gonna. I've seen him. I've seen him run from that from time to time. But this whole this does not this should not change anything. Uh, it's like like I said, it, it's like the LeBron fans are like zombies, dog. Like you gotta <laughs> you gotta you gotta brain them and burn them to kill them. They're gonna find something. I even heard Cowherd say, "Oh, this is bothering this is bothering um, Michael Jordan. The fact that LeBron's gonna be." The all-time leading scorer. So Why if would it bothers him, but he's already passed him. I, that's what I'm like. Y'all really doing this? You're really doing this? Why? But like I said, at, at the end of the day, everybody's going to go to six rings, six Finals MVPs. But I, to be honest, I look at I look at the I look at the defensive awards and defensive accolades more than the other stuff. They're like, 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 as far as the accolades, and I know some people don't believe in accolades, but you know, when I when I say when I say that um when I when I would rank a player and like it's like oh on a scale of one to ten how good is this guy at this or at that like I at, at LeBron's best I would rank him a ten offensively at LeBron's best I would rank him a seven and a half defensively. At Michael Jordan's best, he's def he's he's definitely clearly a better offensive player than LeBron is, as far as getting the ball into the bucket. Defensively, he he's arguably the greatest guard, or at least shooting guard, defensively ever. the The only other player at shooting guard that may have a legitimate argument for being a better defensive player is Sidney Moncrief. What are we talking about? So it's like, all right, he's a better offensive player. He's a better defensive player. Which, that's what both sides of the ball are. That's how basketball is played. Offense, defense. One guy's better at offense. The same guy's better at defense. But the other has a better player. Because he's a better let, let's just ignore the rebound thing. Because it's one rebound. <laughs> it's a single rebound. So let's just ignore that. He's a better passer. Because, and like I've said this many a times, the second I go to a pickup basketball game and I ask who's the best, and they point at the guy who's the best passer. I'll give y'all that. Yo, he a beast, man. He be passing his ass off. If I ever hear somebody say that, I'll give it to y'all. All I know is I'm 34 years old and I've been playing basketball seriously since I was like 13, 14. 20 years. <laughs> it's never happened. <laughs> if I ever hear a guy say he's the best, even, even on the defensive tip, 
I've never heard a guy say he's the best player because he's the best defensive player on the court. I never heard a guy say, oh, he the best player because he the best rebounder on the court. Every time I hear dudes say that who's the best player is the guy who get buckets. Shout to Uncle Drew. Damn it. Even the great American philosopher Bill Russell once said, this game has always been and always will be about buckets. About buckets. So miss me with that. But anyways, are you going to the Beyonce World Tour? Is that a question? Yeah. No. Why not? One, I don't know where it is. Two, why? Three, I don't know where it is. Four, why? Wait, 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 wait. So let me ask you this. You said one because you don't know where it is. So if you didn't know where it is, that means you go. No, that's why I asked number two. Why? <laughs> so I'm just saying, but you led with number one. <laughs> you led with I don't know where it is. That ain't nothing but a Google search. Yo, son. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what, why would I go? Why would I search it? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, I saw some tickets, man. The floor tickets at the FedEx Stadium was uh-huh. $8,700. The, nose, the nosebleed joints is $670. i am like, yo. So you can't even see the show, and I gotta pick. Yo, I need binoculars. <laughs> I need brino- I need a telescope to see the show. Y'all some wild boys, man. These promoters is wild. Keep getting them checks, Beyonce. I'm happy for it. If I could afford it, I'll send the Duchess. I ain't got eight grand though. Sorry, I'm sorry. I can't do it. Can't stand it. She's all of a sudden a Beyonce fan. But I thought she was always a fan of number two. Apparently, she apparently she's upgraded since I since we had this conversation. But um, but yeah, shout out to Beyonce, man. Keep getting them checks, man. She out here getting paid. I heard she got. I heard she made thirty million for performing in Dubai. Hey, thirty million, and you know they put her up all expenses. Exactly. So she probably stayed in that seven-star hotel. With a tiger inside the bathroom. Well, I would hope not. <laughs> she get eight in the middle of the night. <laughs> a tiger inside the bathroom, make sure it's chained up. <laughs> He's like, oh, we sedate him before you go to bed. We nah, got I'm good. I ain't never going to feel safe with no wild animal in my damn house. Oh, man. Should I barely feel safe with my own kids in the house? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Like, what the hell was that? He's like, Link got out of bed. <laughs> yo, yo, that dude, Sorry, Matt, yo, man. but also real junk. Also real junk. Like, I, I hate, I hate that kid sometimes, man. He do be scaring me. Reason why I say that. He be sleeping, middle of the night, round. 11, 12, maybe one in the morning. You said middle of the night, and you said 11. 
Wait, and that's not the middle of the I night? I think two or three. <laughs> that's not. All right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand. I wake up at four, so two and three in the morning ain't really like middle of the night. It's almost, it's almost wake up time. It's like five o'clock. I'm ready to go down. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Shoot, I don't know. I ain't really been sleeping a whole lot lately. I've been like getting like getting to bed at like eleven, eleven thirty. Usually, I usually I'm pretty hard nine thirty, ten. But lately, I've been it's been like eleven, eleven, eleven thirty. But anyways, around that time, all you hear is. <laughs> Coming down the stairs because he need to use the restroom. Why do you need to run down the stairs? Can't stay in that kid sometimes, man. And then not only that, you know, I try to tell them to like, cause you know, the well, the baby's room is downstairs. To not do the um, to not do the uh, don't flush the toilet at night because it's gonna wake her up and then she's gonna want to come in the house. But he the only person that don't listen to those directions. So I was like, man, I should just put something right in front of the damn bathroom door and make him trip and bust his head open. But the loveliness of parenting. Oh, shit, that's funny. The loveliness of parenting, man. But anyways, <laughs> um... That's all I got. You had anything else? Yeah. Um. So I saw this uh, video, or not even video, this article. Josh Jacobs hates the new Pro Bowl format that they play flag football instead of actual football. It's like basically, yeah. They, I think the game is like forty-five yards. Um, yeah, that's only one first down. That doesn't even matter because y'all ain't participating in the damn thing anyways. Yeah, he was like, he, yeah, in his words, this shit is stupid. I agree. Uh, <laughs> so. But y'all ain't going. Like, y'all ain't playing. Tyler Huntley made the Pro Bowl. That doesn't make me want to watch it. A guy who threw two touchdown passes all season making the Pro Bowl does not make me want to watch it. You're right. Like they, uh, but I, I don't know if, and what's it called? Somebody still got injured playing uh, flag football. Miles Garrett dislocated his toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a bothersome injury. It is. It is. What's it called? What, um, but I understand. But I understand why. Like here, here's the thing. I understood why they want. They probably changed the format for like to make it more fun. But it like y'all y'all used to have. Uh, quarterback challenges. Like, let's go back to that. They did do a skills challenge. I mean, like, strictly quarterbacks. 
they're back in like I think the last one they had was like 2003. No, they, they did a, do it. They did do a quarterback thing though. No, they do. They do. But I'm just saying, like, uh, I miss it where they actually like it was like quarterbacks that you really didn't get to watch in skill competitions, like that sort of thing. But I, I miss that. But you know, that's the just the uh, just uh, me showing my age. But it's like you know, they. I don't know if it's trying to be safer or whatnot, but people do forget there was this guy running back to play for the Patriots. I think it was the Patriots. He made his first Pro Bowl. They played uh, they played flag football. And he tore his ACL. And he never played a down in the NFL again. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. Yeah, so it's not like it's not like switching to flag football is actually safe. Shoot, what's his name? Jalen Ramsey accidentally tackled uh, Tyreek Hill. In the I heard like, that. Oh, I heard that he jacked him up too. Like, yeah, he um he tried to grab uh I forgot who caught the pass. I think it was um I think it was Justin Jefferson, and he tried to flip no, it back. Devonte Adams. Oh, Devonte Adams, and he flipped it back to Tyreek Hill, and I think and he was he trying just... to grab his flag, but ended up hitting Tyreek. It wasn't like he was. Aiming for him, he tried to get the flag, and then, and I don't think he noticed that uh, he uh, flipped the ball back, and he just ended up running into him. <laughs> but he still got tackled. Wow! It's like, it's like it doesn't matter. Like, like just go to the regular format. It was like even the it was like the Pro Bowl game was still bad anyway. It's like, like well, I say, because wow. you like it, it's it's I don't know what the NFL I don't, or I don't, I don't know what changed with the NFL, but it's it's just strange that we got a like NBA players and MLB players and hockey players aren't missing their all star games. That's not if it's not an injury, if there's not an injury involved. So I don't understand why the NFL. Like why the NFL is like oh the quarter the play the teams that play in this like you know they moved it before the Super Bowl the teams that play in the Super Bowl aren't gonna play in the Pro Bowl because they got to get ready for the Super Bowl which doesn't make any sense because generally the teams that are in the Super Bowl have some of the biggest stars in the league like why would I want to watch a Pro Bowl that don't got Jalen Hurts. That don't got Patrick Travis Mahomes. Kelsey, or don't got Patrick Mahomes, and that's just idiotic. Shoot, what they, Josh, so Josh Allen dropped out of the Pro Bowl and much rather to play go golf. golf. That's a disgrace, man. That's a disgrace. I mean, oh, but you know, he got nobody. Everybody gonna give him a pass because he's a good old boy. Never mean it all, but that's sad. Yeah, I, I think they should just do away with the Pro Bowl in general, and just if they're not going to play a real game, if not, if they're not going to play a real All Star game, you know what I'm saying? It's just like shoot, and they're also the only league that has an All Star game at the end of the season. And I get it because you don't want guys to get injured during the season over an All Star game, but um, I don't know. I don't know, you know, it's just it's just unfortunate. 
It's just unfortunate. But anyways. Yeah. But that was it. That's all I had is that um Josh Jacobs basically hates the new format. But it yeah. just seemed like it's it seemed like it's like uh they're on a fucking field trip. Yeah. Where was the Pro Bowl this year? Vegas. Yeah, if anything, if you're gonna change it, you know, I don't know. Same, have it have it at the same venue as the Super Bowl, you know, so that way that way people can make a whole thing out of the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. I ain't got all the answers, way. But anyways, let's get to these party shots. What's your party shot, brother? Uh, I my parting shot Josh Jacobs I agree with you wholeheartedly it's like the Pro Bowl the Pro Bowl is shit it's stupid and they need to get yeah they just need to be done with it all together because when because when folks are just dropping out because they don't feel like doing it it just makes a mockery of the fans to me anyway it feels like it makes a mockery out of the fans that voted you in and you're yeah. like oh it's it, it's an honor but I'd much rather uh, I'd much rather practice my, I'd much rather get on the back nine real quick rather than like, I'm gonna say I'm honored but I'd much rather I'd much rather do practice rounds instead What's the point of the voting? Sense. What's the point of the voting you in if you're just gonna? Like I said, um, because it's before the Super Bowl, I understand. I understand players that don't go to the Pro Bowl because of the fact they're in the Super Bowl. But if you don't make it, there's fans that that actually wanted to come out to see you play, even even though it's, it feels like it's a field trip. They wanted to come see you play. Or wanted to actually come see you, probably get your autograph, interact with you. You much rather be out on a golf course rather than rather than uh, actually being honored that you were voted in. Like I don't, I don't know. Um, my my parting shot is there's. There's a lot of people that you that you would give to or bless them with something and they'll never give it to you in return. And I think I think we in general need to be better givers. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't expect to receive every all these blessings in your life and expect to do nothing in return. And I, I, I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, there's a, there's plenty of people who I have, you know, looked out for, taken care of, and many people have. And they, and I, I don't even want to say support because I don't want this, I, I, this really ain't about the podcast, but they don't do anything to reciprocate their thanks that they say that they gave you the reason why i said that i was listening to um i was watching you know et the hip-hop preacher he has a church and he was preaching 
and he said that he sold a hundred thousand copies of his book and um that was disappointing because on his youtube he has two million followers i think i want to say that's five percent of his followers that bought the book But y'all quick to say, y'all quick to use his voice to make your videos. And that's to even say if uh that um that full, that the full five percent actually bought his book. Yeah, because I know I know a few, few people that bought multiple copies of the book. You know, and Eric Thomas, I, I'll probably I don't know if I'll ever meet him, but you know, he's definitely changed my life drastically. And there isn't a single product that he's put out that I haven't purchased. If I could afford it, that is. Not one. So I, I just want y'all to really start supporting people that bless you. And I'm not saying support black businesses or support black athletes or support the athletes or anything like that. I'm talking about people who you really know who have blessed you, who when you when you didn't have anything, when you were going through a, a you know, there's people who I've hit up who've hit me up when they've been having relationship issues and I'll talk them through it. They haven't listened to a single episode of our podcast. You know, it's like, yo, bro, the, the, the brother, the advice I gave you saved your marriage. You know what I'm saying? There's people I've given money to. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's not even about the podcast, but I'm just using me as an example. Um, and also Eric Thomas is an example because there's so many people that just take, 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 take. And they think because they give to their family that they're givers. No, you're not. So find somebody, my challenge to the people who listen to this episode, find somebody who you adore. I don't care if they're giving you something or not, but go bless them with something. And it don't necessarily have to be money but it could be to support their business, share their business, um, buy something for their business. Don't ask for no fucking discount, you piece of shit. <laughs> buy something from their business. If they give you a discount, then that's fine. But don't ask for one. And really be a blessing to these people as they've blessed you. That's my challenge to y'all, man. But that's it for us, man. Catch us next week, every Wednesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>